Well, hello and good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to a very special X Vlog Live. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. Ladies and gentlemen, we have again breaking news. Uh, we have a three man panel. More people are on the way. I got to make sure I sent the link as I do the, out in the intros. Uh, yeah, breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. The CMA uh, has uh, issued a statement that they are going to give the Activision Blizzard King. Uh, act, uh, you know, um, acquisition a second look. Uh, I have statements from the competent. I mean, I'll give you the exact what they're called. We call them the CMA for short, but it is the, it is the Competition and Markets Authority for the EU and the UK, and they have had a lot to say. Uh, we're going to break down everything that they had to say. I, I mean, it's it's. I'm going to be honest with you. We were talking in the green room, just looking at this. It does seem like they do not have a leg to stand on when you hear what they have to say regarding Sony. Uh, I said this privately. I will say it publicly. Um, and again, remember, I'm just a podcaster, ladies and gentlemen. I, I don't have any real connections to anybody at Microsoft or the CMA or the FTC. But I can tell you uh, my first gut reaction with this announcement and this is going to sound, it, it, it potentially is going to sound childish, but hear me out. It sounds like Sony has this government in the EU in their pocket. Uh, and, and, and I say that with, with absolute respect, not, not saying that there's any kind of shenanigans going on. But if you just quickly read everything that they said about poor Sony, it does seem like they are standing in front of Sony Maybe they're part of this, uh, the the Earth Defense Force for Sony because we know that 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 uh, that government is is huge. Um, but look, I'm going to get to the intros. I'm going to get. We're going to have a bunch of people popping in and out. I'm going to read verbatim from what the CMA had to say, and then of course I'm going to break down exactly what Phil Spencer had to say because he had a statement ready to rock and roll, and it's long, it's lengthy, but it's worth a listen. And hopefully by then we have a bunch of people in here. I reached out to Hoglaw, who was live a little while ago. Uh, he had over 700 people in his chat. I was one of them. Um, he had a lot of very interesting things mm -hmm. to say. Uh, well, and, 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 you know, to, to, to sum it up, he does seem to, uh, uh, to, like us, believe that there's a lot of weak sauce here with some of these statements from the CMA, uh, especially when you talk about Sony. I mean, folks... I, you know, I, I'm not a. I don't have a business degree. I don't have a law degree in business, but I can tell you that I have common sense. And when you look at what Sony has done in the last 18 to 24 months, they have run wild, unchecked, literally unchecked. They have bought studio after studio after studio. The biggest one being Bungie, which went through. As quick as could possibly be, because it was only, and I say only being facetious, $3.6 billion. They just this week announced that they increased their shares in From Software to nearly 15%. They also bought a publisher to help them in the mobile market. They have been completely running wild. Right. We can also say, and I'm sure that Brad Smith, who, of course, works for Microsoft and is their head attorney, that everything that the CMA is concerned about, you know, uh, Microsoft weaponizing Call of Duty and wow to their advantage has 
am I am I living in am I taking crazy pills? I mean, is Spider-Man on 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 an Xbox? What about Final Fantasy 16? What about Final Fantasy 7? What about Final Fantasy 7 Part 2? I mean, I can, I get what 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 about uh, I mean, I can keep going and going. How many marketing deals did they do to keep people on PlayStation? They've even gone as low as to have a, an exclusive mission in the in the upcoming Hogwarts. I mean, what are we back in 2007? What are we back to map packs? Like this is, and again, like I said, I'm I'm just a lowly podcaster here, folks. This is bonkers to suggest that Microsoft shouldn't be allowed to go from third place and challenge the King Sony. Like it, it it's bonkers. But listen, I've already gone on a rant, and there's more coming. Let's welcome in the guests. Risk it for the biscuit. I know that you are just as heated as I am. Obviously, you are the lead voice and one of the representatives for Xbox Infinite podcast on Friday evenings. How the heck are you, brother? And are you shocked from what you read so far? Uh, yeah, this whole week's shocking uh, me quite a bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been on a few rants this week. Um, yes, yeah, it's craziness. I can't believe it, man. Um, this, this is not going to hurt uh anyone in gaming it's not going to hurt the industry it's going to do great things for the industry um and for the people who work at activision blizzard all that aside like they don't want to hear this man they want this deal to go through as quickly as possible but man thank you for having me on the show <laughs> no I no i mean look, immediately. yeah it, listen <laughs> you you bring up a great point because here we go the the the, the, the development community that currently works under Activision Blizzard specifically. I can't speak for King. I, I haven't heard the sexual misconducts. There's no Crosby rooms in, in King as far as I know, right? So I'm only going to speak on Blizzard and Activision, which we know is run by the devil in Bobby Kotick. He is literally the fucking embodiment of the devil, and he is going to be out. And all of those people that were living in fear are going to be under Microsoft, which has been rated as one of the best places to work in the entire planet. Not North America, not the EU, not the AU, the planet, folks. And they have already done everything that they can do to bring in unions, to make sure that the people that make the games have a voice, that they're not going to be uh, shuttered or, 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 or muted in any way. They've already said, more importantly than anything, Call of Duty is staying everywhere. One of the things that, that the CMA was concerned for. I mean, I don't know. Did you, did you did any of your interns that might have wrote this shenanigans? Did they did they do their homework to see that they've already said publicly out of the gate, Call of Duty everywhere? Because why wouldn't it be? But to suggest that well, the uh, the Game Pass is going to be a better value than Sony's uh, shit pass that it is right now. Well, too bad. Folks, too bad. Maybe we should put the pressure on Sony to drop their games in their day and date and for a service that they're charging $3 more. Again, rant number two, more are coming because you're going to see a fired up boom. Listen, I'm normally very, very mild-mannered. I'm very reserved. I do not like disingenuous nonsense. And that is what's happening here. But OBM, representing not only himself, but the Xbox era, you, my friend, you slept in today. You said, I'm going to take the day off. <laughs> I'm going to just chill. And you get bombarded with, I'm sure that there were, I was going to say your beeper went off. Oh, my God, I'm so old. 
You know what? I, I know exactly what you're talking about when you say beeper, though. Uh, you oh know, and boom, oh. immediately, immediately, I started thinking about where's the Taco Bell payphone. You know, like because that's uh, uh, yeah. Christmas. Boom, we're age, we're aging ourselves this morning. Yeah, man, I uh, I slept in thinking, you know, we're gonna you know have some just kind of laid back conversations this morning, and then and then uh, I took the day off of work. Usually, I'm working at this time, so I I wouldn't be on the podcast with you normally at this time, but. But man, uh, I'm trying to get caught up. As you're ranting, I'm trying to read. <laughs> and like, what the heck is, is going on today? Um, so, you know, I was expecting, I was expecting some of the negative stuff with Halo. That, that stuff I knew was coming, but uh, the stuff with the ABK stuff, I wasn't expecting. So, uh, so yeah, we're definitely some things to kind of dive into here, and maybe kind of try to parse as like layman's right uh would be great to see um to get some of hoag's takes on this and and see what his thoughts are but you know just my initial readings i'm looking at this the cma they're there to protect the consumers it sounds they sound very similar to the ftc in terms of how they're set up and and um the way i'm reading their argument though i i I, you know i could see i could see some a a way you can make some long-term concerns but but the the way they wrote it it sounds like they're protecting the cust the company not the consumers so that's going to be kind of you know that's that's the interesting part to me and it um you know i i I was expecting somebody when this process started to kind of grandstand but this doesn't seem like the right way to do it um not a not a not a, a company to grandstand. Absolutely, right. I was expecting. Right. I was not expecting a government to grandstand well, for a company. This is that's yeah, absolutely yeah. exactly what you just said. Though is like they are supposed to be there to protect the consumer, and this is written like they are concerned what's going to happen to Sony. Yes, what's going to happen to Sony? Yeah. Like poor, oh, poor Sony, this... poor Sony. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it will. Cha- I mean, I, I've said this before. I think it's going to change uh, once once Call of Duty's on Game Pass. It will change the industry in ways, and we can get into that. But, it, but, but this does. But that's not. But that's the thing that they should be concerned with, and they have to see the way they should be positioning it. In my opinion, at least what I understand is wh- why is that going to hurt the consumer, right? And and I don't see that because, like, at the end of the day, that's what you know. Businesses, you know, leaders change over time. You know, that's that's what we hope for we hope for market disruption that's how consumers get better products or get better values is somebody else comes in and and and, and you know builds a better mousetrap for lack of uh you know better analogies but you know like they come in and, and somebody has something better you know netflix comes in and they take over a market uh you know we've we've seen you know we've seen that time and time again um and as long as is where they're where you should be i guess where i would expect them to be positioning themselves is like hey over the long term this is why we think this is going to be higher prices for the customer or this is why we think this is going to give them less options uh or this is why it's bad for the employees uh, of these you know major the 10,000 or 12,000 employees of the ABK but they didn't really put that in there at least not what i'm reading uh, and i'm just getting caught up again so i'll i'll kind of kick it, kick it back over to you and see if i can find anything else but it doesn't look uh this uh, this argument doesn't look very good on the surface no no it it certainly does not so folks listen what i'm going to do is uh there's been a lot of posting so i'm going to be going back and forth i'm trying to get people in here first of all let's welcome in fuzzy belvedere uh, Fuzzy, thanks so much for joining us on another special edition breaking news in the world of gaming. Um, have you had a chance to digest 
what has been happening because there's a lot of information coming out here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will say this, and this is this this is probably going to come off as being a fanboy, but it's really not from a from a business minded person who's looking at this from a very RTS view. Uh, it doesn't seem like the CMA is has a leg to stand on when they look like they are. I'm pardon the the, the simplicity of it, capping for <laughs> Sony and not being concerned for the people, which is what these entities are made for. They are there to make sure that the consumer is protected. Whereas this does not read that way, to be honest with you. I mean, unless you're completely ignoring what Sony has done over the past few years. uh, Yeah. It it seems like all of the concerns that were brought up in Brazil, they were listening. Brazil may have been like, yeah, yeah, we hear you. And you know, it's not really that much of a valid point, but uh, man, the CMA must've been like taking notes and like, Oh yeah. Okay. Point one. Yeah. that Okay. So yeah, it, It definitely seems like they're they're protecting the uh, the company Sony. over the consumer. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I looking well, through. Let's it, ask I'm, this I'm, question: I'm, Would the UK be getting a price increase if 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 Microsoft was a better competition out there? They're not even competing that and, well. And that's right the, I actually said that right before you came on. I said, you know, it, it it's funny. Look, mm-hmm. folks. Sorry about I, that. You know, <laughs> last night on primetime gaming. We had a great conversation regarding, uh, you know, and again, I, 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 I did a thumbnail that, that you know, it, it, it ruffled some feathers. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I, I'm, I'm actually most proud of the thumbnail because it's actually a thumbnail that's the truth. And it simply has Jim Ryan in front of SIE or PlayStation. And I have a comic bubble that says how to, how to lose a generation. And what do I have on there? $70 games. Is that a lie? Not really, right? $10 upgrade free uh, fee for your games. If you have, you buy it on PlayStation 4, no smart delivery. Seems a little anti-consumer to me, but okay. I, you know, Sony, let them do what they want because, you know, Jim Ryan has people in the pocket. Uh, PlayStation Plus, $3 more, folks, than Xbox Game Pass. And Xbox Game Pass just announced the friends and family plan that takes you as the the holder of the Game Pass uh, um, uh, service, and says you can have four of your friends join you for five bucks a month for a total of $25. Five people for $25, and everyone gets a unique gaming experience. You're not sharing games. You're not sharing perks. You don't got to call Timmy and say, Timmy, listen, I'm going to be on from 12 to 2. What about you? Oh, no, I'm good. I'm good after 2. Everyone's going to be doing their own thing. That's monsterly consumer friendly. Like, I don't even know how you argue that. Sony service packed with old games that that good old Jimmy boy said that they don't play, right? This is the tagline. Oh, you know, the Sony folks, we don't play old games, right? Packed with old games, no first day, no, no first party day and date, right? Nothing, right? They, they, they raised the price of the PlayStation 5, not in one region, folks. In the entire planet, except for America, which they did, they just didn't tell you they raised it because right here, right now, you can only find a bundle for 550 bucks. So they can pad the numbers of Horizon Forbidden West and get that $50 extra, which we know they have been making a profit because they announced it during their financials November 3rd of last year. I'm sorry, not November, August 3rd of last year. 
They said in that statement that they announced that they're making profits on the console and they just crossed 10 million of them. Well, since then to now, they have sold over 12 million uh, PlayStation 5s at a profit. And apparently that's not enough. They want to make more profit. And of course, you know, you can you you can talk about you can add anything to this list. I have no cross buy on PC. If you're you're, a, you're if you're a PlayStation player that you have dual um um a, you know you have you have your rig, you got your PlayStation Five, you live in life. This is great. You're playing on the PlayStation. You get man, this Spider Man is great. I can't wait to try it on on on, uh, on my PC. You get over here and you go to p- press play, and it says give me sixty five dollars or give me seventy bucks. Your p- computer closes down. And somewhere, uh, a slot for your credit card comes out. You say, I didn't even know that existed. That's because Sony did that for you, right? I mean, listen, we can go on and on. You want to talk about blocking deals, paying developers a blocking fee, not to put it on Game Pass. That's been confirmed, ladies and gentlemen. This is what I'm saying. Like, it it seems to me that this is a one-sided affair. And Sony is allowed to run effing wild, and there's no one checks them. This is this is bonkers. So look, real quick, the simplistic definition of competition is the activity or condition of competing, the act or process of trying to get or win something others are also trying to win at. A contest in which all who take part strive for the same thing. That's competition. Well, let's read what the CMA had to say. And there's, it's lengthy, so please, by all means, just bear with me. Let me just make sure no one's popped in here. Okay, so no one's here but us four. I'm going to read to you, verbatim what the competition and markets authority had to say regarding this deal. And this is their first tweet, ladies and gentlemen. We've been investigating Microsoft's anticipated $69 billion purchase of the ATVI underscore AB and have discovered that the deal could substantially lessen competition in gaming consoles, multi, multi-game subscriptions, and cloud services. And you know how you know an intern wrote this? Because folks in a professional business like the Competition and Markets Authority, instead of using just the words they used emojis that's right they used emojis this is this is supposed to be representing all the people in the U, in the EU and the UK wow okay so let me continue they all, they all want to say microsoft is one of the biggest players in the gaming industry together with sony and nintendo uk they have led game console markets for the past 20 years which limit competition from new rivals But Sony is number one in the EU. They're number one in the digital marketplace in the EU. And somehow, no one said shit that they just raised it 50 pounds. Okay, let me continue. Activision Blizzard uh, uh, develops and publishes some of the world's best-selling and most recognizable gaming franchises, including Call of Duty and Warcraft. And again... They use the blocking emoji here. We're concerned that if the deal goes ahead, it could harm rivals, including recent and future entrants into the gaming industry by refusing or hindering access to Activision Blizzard games. So, 
Uh, with that said, I'm going to stop because there's a lot more to get into. And I got to get to the panel because I don't want them to sit here and listen to me ramble. Risk it. What they just said is something that Sony has done and continues to do almost on a regular basis. If it's not missions, if it's not map packs, it's straight up IP characters like Spider-Man, who will never be on. A, I mean, they have Marvel on lock, probably because of the sharing deal with the MCU. But Spider-Man, the face of Marvel, will never be on an Xbox. And we know that to be true because with the Avengers third-party game from Crystal Dynamics, they locked out Spider-Man. Now, it turned out to suck. So too bad for any, for Sony that they spent the money. But Spider-Man, a third-party game in the Avengers, didn't find its way to the Xbox. Bonkers. What are your thoughts so far on the concerns of the CMA? Uh, well, I don't have any. Um, with that Spider-Man thing, they didn't want to do that either. They came out straight out and said they didn't no, want to no, do it. No, Crystal Dynamics didn't yeah. want to do that. Yeah. But who forced <laughs> them to do that? Sony. Damn there you Sony. go. And this is the thing. It's not even uh, that Sony's pulling in exclusive. Like if you're buying uh, an IP um, and rights to an IP, well, that's one thing. That's fine. Um, I don't think that's, I don't have a problem with that. They've been doing it for years. Yep. When they money had stupid, st stupid stuff like uh, the the recent Hogwarts legacy. Yeah. You're money hatting a, a level, a mission, a fetch quest. Like that's ridiculous. Like, yeah. I mean, it probably will pull fans in. I know it's pulled a couple of fans that I know of uh, into the ecosystem, buying it in two places because they're preferred platforms, Xbox, but they bought it on the PS5 because they but didn't want to miss it. you see what you out. just said there? What did they do? They pulled people into the PlayStation ecosystem, ecosystem because they locked something behind a paywall known as the PlayStation 5. Yeah, they That's used hindering competition. Yeah, they use FOMO all the time. Um, but the but here's the thing that hinders competition the most that they just got caught out doing, paying specifically to block Game yep. Pass. Yep. That is anti-competitive. It's not illegal because I did a lot of research on it because I wanted to know. It's, it's, is this it's certainly immoral, but not illegal. Yeah. Yes. It's not illegal, but it's it should be. It's anti-competitive, and that's what the FTC usually try to root out, and um, places like the CMA are trying to root out. They're trying to root out anti-competitiveness, but they're allowing this sort of stuff to go forward and then trying to pull back here and say that Sony is the poor man. So, And again, I mean, the, the stuff that happened in the last week, Sony just raised the price of consoles in Australia by $50. That is not translating to $50 in Australia. That is translating to more like 150 Consoles are retailing for $1,005. That's <laughs> nuts. And, yeah. like, and, then, and then you go buy a, uh, a copy of The Last of Us uh, Part 1 for $129, you're paying $1,100 to enter the ecosystem. It's just absolute nuts. They are rinsing consumers and they don't care. And if they're allowed to continue, what's going to happen is going to be the opposite of competitive. But but it's good that Microsoft's stepping in. It's good that Phil came out and said, Yeah, we're going to get, we'll we're get, gonna to get to his statement we'll because what that. he said was powerful there, Risky. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. But I mean, like like you say, um, One Bad Mother, that. 
when they bring COD into Game Pass, things are going to get really one-to-one. It's going to be very competitive. It's going to be, mm-hmm. that's where you're going to have a competitive market. You've got to remember right. as well that Sony's got, I believe it's uh, 12 multiplayer games, live service games in the works. Yes. Now, they, right. s- they said in that last thing with Brazil that it's not possible for them to compete with COD. That is absolute tripe. I've never heard anything so ridiculous in my life. You've got Fortnite, you've got Apex, you've got Counter-Strike, you've got so many other IPs that compete directly with COD. You've got Battlefield. I know that's a bit of a joke at the moment, but there was a time. Um, You've got lots of IPs that can compete with, with COD. All they need to do is actually compete. They need right. to compete with PlayStation Plus. They need to compete in the markets that they're losing in. And honestly, I really think that they're making a show of, of, of just thinking about it now. I think they're making a show of acting like they're trying to compete in a poor man way. It's like, oh, we're trying, but we just can't do it. Like, we I'm gonna, I'm gonna read line 29, and I want you to respond to this because. If this doesn't scream, and let, let me give him a shout out. Uh, first of all, Kia Walker, who is a good friend of, the, of, of, of myself, is constantly and consistently dropping things into the DMs that I, I a lot of times I miss. And Kia Walker, this is for you, brother. Um, he dropped this. This is line 29 of the CMA's response. Uh, and if anyone has any other information regarding it and you want to d- uh, drop it into the DMs, so we could talk about it on the show. Drop it into my DM. I'll take a look. Again, line 29. Listen to this. Pardon my French, folks. I don't like the curse. Bullshit. Okay? <laughs> PlayStation currently has a larger share of the console gaming market than Xbox. But the CMA considers that Call of Duty is sufficiently more important that losing access or losing access to competitive terms could significantly impact Sony's revenues and user's base. You see, I'm going to stop right there because you're talking (coughs) about Sony the company, not Mm. the people. Yeah, which is exactly what I said uh, early on. That's the that's the part that's still kind of getting me. And and, and I, I I would tell like you know I would say that for for people that are you know gamers that are like frustrated about this, I I would also take a you know one thing I would say is like take kind of take a step back and, and realize that that sometimes politicians will politic and you know lobbyists will lobby and mm-hmm. yeah you know like at the end of the day i'm trying to th- i'm i'm looking at this and and seeing well how is this going to really hold up if they have to go and and, and uh, argue this out in court um there is a you know the one thing to be uh aware of is worldwide there has been this big concern with big tech and all these people yeah. they're putting in these political positions are put there, you know, like the expectation from from people, even in both parties in in both countries, was like, hey, like we're putting you in position so that you know the big tech can't own like everything. Um, and so I think what happens is it's like if people probably can relate to this at work. Sometimes something you put a policy in place, and then you try to prove that you're you, you maybe misapply it or you, you you try to apply it just to show that you're doing the thing that you were told to do right. um and, and 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 i don't again i'm looking at this i don't see much of a case here because this is uh this is really i i don't think what they're saying about it impacting sony is necessarily wrong the problem is they don't necessarily they don't really sell why this is uh you know why this is going to be bad for the consumer long term just like i said early on yeah 
let, let, let me just let me just continue with with what the, what they had to say uh, because yeah. it's it's very interesting and, and we certainly would get to you next. But okay, let's get, check this out. This impact is likely to be felt, especially at the launch of the next generation consoles, where gamers make fr- fresh decisions about which console to buy. <laughs> Again, are we picking sides here? Because you're worried about the bottom line of Sony losing customers because they're going to get a better deal over here. See, this is this is wait, but the craziness, folks, continues. Well, we got the we, CMA we got... believes that this merger could therefore significantly weaken Microsoft's closest rival to determine of overall competition in console gaming. What? <laughs> and they're you mean to tell me that 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 Microsoft is going to be able to actually compete in the space and not let Sony run freaking wild? I mean, please talk me off a ledge here, risk it. If it, it but this is the thing. Even if it was as they are saying it is, um, which it could be, like it at the moment, Sony's about two to one with Microsoft's console sales. So they've got a long way to go before this becomes any kind of a competition, one-to-one competition, if we're talking about sales. Yes. Um, and then and then we got a long way to go before you reach that threshold of non-compete. Like, it's it's nuts to me. I, I honestly am mm. reading through this uh, before the show and during the show. It's like the stuff that I'm reading here, it just reads like a, a, a lawyer from Sony. Writing down, sending out a, a, a it ticket as to does. why we it shouldn't do absolutely this. Absolutely does. I would, th- yes. I would think Sony could hire better lawyers. Like I don't even know that that's, that's <laughs> a, like that's a bad. If Sony really wanted to make a case, they would go hard for the subscription market. Which again, I, and I, I think there'd be some holes in that as well. Like at this point in time, but like they would be the, the thing for them to target. If you really wanted, I think to have a, something that's going to hold up in a court, would be kind of focus on the new markets like that's really where the um where they're trying to corner big tech is like on new markets like say hey this this rising market microsoft's going to you know establish a monopoly where the gaming industry is going but focusing on consoles which is like a stagnant market which hasn't increased its base in many years uh and uh you know like where where so they are but one bad mother they're trying to lump there's a there's a thing i'm reading out before the show um, where they started to lump in, and I can't find the quote at this particular moment. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Um, Microsoft's broader ecosystem. Microsoft already has a leading gaming console, Xbox, a leading cloud platform, Azure, a leading PC operating system, Windows OS, all of which could be important in its success in cloud gaming. So they are targeting the market that Microsoft are targeting. Um, yeah, and from a broad sense. Yeah, from a broad but- sense. And they have, they have cornered that market. Um, but that's with foresight, and there's no reason that PlayStation couldn't do this. It's not like Microsoft are blocking PlayStation from using the Azure service. If they wanted to put the money into this, they could do this instead of yeah, putting they the money they absolutely, into. They would just have to pay for the use of it. They, but you know what? Here's the other thing, Risk It. They could, I mean, aren't they currently using Amazon's cloud service? 
Oh, there's a deal. They had. They do have an agreement. I don't know if they're using it. PlayStation. See, like, because I, I, I know that they they originally said yeah. they were going to use Azure mm. services. That came down uh, and actually came from Sony proper. It actually broadsided PlayStation proper. Uh, mm. That 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 was about two years ago. But aren't they? I I thought they were. I mean, listen, you could use Google. You can use Amazon. You can use Azure. It's it's not like there are not other places to use uh, if mm. you want to e- expand cloud gaming, which mm. they just bought. Uh, you know, I mean, I mean, they're investing everywhere. And that's that's the point, though, with PlayStation is they could compete if they wanted to. They're not trying to. Like I, I really don't believe they're trying to. They set because up they have an old Plus. way of thinking. Risk it. They are uh, maybe it's sell not. a console, maybe, sell maybe it's a hard clever. disc. Yes. Maybe they, maybe they want to stop this, this, this deal, and maybe they're holding back on putting day and day into PlayStation, uh, into Play, PS Plus. Maybe they're holding back on doing day and day into into PC. Maybe they're being clever about it so that they can get the FTC and these guys to start batting for Sony to stop this deal. I don't know. I don't know if they're that smart. Um, and yeah, it, it's always been that old way of thinking. Absolutely. They're very traditional. They always have been. They've had that traditional market, that traditional sales market. Um, but but you can see a slight shift, I think, with Jim Ryan. He is a businessman. And, and, and maybe they're pushing back a little bit and saying, well, maybe we just put the foot on the brake a little bit. We won't push too far here. And we'll wait for this Activision Blizzard deal to play out. And once that plays out, then maybe they'll put their foot on the gas and they'll start throwing stuff in the day-and-day PC like we know they're going to. Right. And, and, and you know, it, it was interesting. You're, you're bringing up some other thing, other things uh, risk it earlier. Like I, in my head's like going chasing like five scrolls at once. But, you know, you mentioned like the uh, the, uh, the competitive. That's great. That's a great analogy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like I want to like I want to say I, I got to address that one, that one, that one, that one. And I just like, man, that it's like it's it's you know, I got to pick one. Right. <laughs> it's always got to pick one, too, here. Like you can't like go like, well, they got this, that, this and that, you know, but. Um, you know, you mentioned the competition, you mentioned the, the gas games, you know, we just, you know, uh, I know today's topic's not, not, you know, about Halo, but we've seen how bi- the, the Kings can get overthrown over time and how like new, new, uh, blood can come into the industry. Look at what Apex, Apex and Fortnite were nothing's coming into last generation. They were not, they didn't even exist And and today they are, you know, uh, both of those, uh, just dwarf, you know, outside of call of duty, those dwarf, uh, uh, everything else that's out there yeah. and and so there is an opportunity and and i i've i've argued before it's one of the reasons why i don't i don't think microsoft even wants to take call of duty off playstation you don't want to create a vacuum that they can fill with one of these gas games that's going to be getting you know some of the know-how from bungie and things like that so you know there's opportunity to come in there and create a monster uh a monster multiplayer we've we've just seen it we've just seen two giant examples and then there's lesser examples examples like rocket league and you know all these other like new ips that come out of nowhere and they just catch fire PUBG, what i mean that started a whole genre what, what, of fall guys right, right. like fall guys these... is made by two people and yeah so a, we bill it's a million dollar franchise so what what this is really going to for like what the 
market disruption does is it does force people to get off their ass and try to diversify and compete in new areas. Um, This reminds me a lot of, you know, when when gas companies don't want, you know, they they don't want electric vehicles out there, right? So let's figure out how we're going to lobby and slow that shit down because we're not ready to jump into that, you know, invest and compete in that that new territory. And, And I think that's kind of what Sony's doing. I mean, I think that's part of it is just just the business end of it where they're trying to uh, they know they're going to have to compete with cloud. They know eventually, you know, if you look at where technology is going uh, 10 years from now, like we will, like they're projecting, we, we could be down to like a, a one millisecond latency and, and you don't need it to get that low for, uh, for something like gaming to streaming on TV to be good enough for, you know, Joe Schmo and uh, little Jimmy and things like it's that. It's pretty so, good now, man. It's yeah, I mean it's it's good it's it's workable in a lot of areas now and our internet is still a mess. Like and they're still working through stuff. So it is going to be good enough. Um and the industry is changing and I think you know, uh, this might just be a stall. I mean, I don't know. Like, this could just be like, hey, we don't want them to, we don't want this thing to lock in, you know, this year. We want to go buy something too uh, and keep them sort of hand tied for now. There's, there's a lot of different, like, I think with businesses, sometimes what we see is like, we see the checkers of it and there's like chess, like, you know, again, on the surface, I don't really see it, but maybe it's just like, hey, as long as we can stall this uh, till next year, it gives us a chance to go maybe negotiate with Square or without any, you know, without them like bidding in there, or it maybe gives them a chance to have the holidays without a Call of Duty, you know, a backlog getting thrown into Game Pass and starting that, you know, starting that snowball now. So there could be some of that. Gonna, I, let, let, let me no. just stop you right there. Yeah. I got to welcome in. I'm sorry, brother, because I don't know how much time we have. Richard oh, Holmes, there is. Oh, kills. Nice. I did <laughs> I got know like, if you were going like to get in here. I got like 10 to 15. No, I can't dude, wait listen, to hear what you say. <laughs> let's uh, let's get into it. First of all, congratulations on your stream earlier. I was a part of it. Uh, monster, <laughs> yeah. monster stream, monster stream. Uh, look, we've been going back and forth, Rich, uh, yeah. and uh, we're reading. I read verbatim exactly what the competitions and market authority had to say. Yeah. I even I even commented. I thought it was childish. They actually use emojis in this announcement like i mean who freaking does that you know, I mean, it's funny, right well, yeah. what does it mean right because it's like it's like the no symbol but it's before the sentence it's like yeah what? it's the block I, symbol yeah yeah the block i've never used an emoji before cma i i i, 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 I can't no. imagine rich that a comp uh, a, 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 a government funded agency is going to have someone that's supposed to be taking this thing very seriously using emojis they're trying to be hip <laughs> ridiculous like a, i guess like a 20 year old or something it's like so rich being that we got you for 10 or 15 minutes let's let you get right into it and get your and get and let you and let you give the breakdown uh everyone was really taken aback by what the cma had to say i personally think and i'm not an attorney folks that i I, a lot of the stuff i read and 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 uh biscuit said it and the obm said it it seemed like they were more concerned for sony than what they're supposed to be for the people for the consumer base yeah, well, with the caveat, of course, and I put this on my stream as well. I'm an American lawyer. I'm not a I'm not a UK lawyer, but their okay. antitrust jurisprudence mirrors ours. Um, and ostensibly, the Competition and Markets Authority is designed to protect competition. Um, and I think the stuff that is in their press release, that is in their Twitter thread, that is in their actual summary of findings, that is the most concerning is exactly as you put it conceptually that it's it's very difficult for antitrust regulators 
to distinguish between, man, that competitor is competing hard and man, that competitor is illegally trying to monopolize the market. So the analogy I used um, when I was doing my stream was essentially, you know, you've got a, a soccer pitch, right? Because we're talking about Europe. We're talking about the UK uh, right. right now. And what we want to do is we want to have both teams be firing the, the, the football uh, towards each other's goals. And, and when one scores, the other team is harmed. <laughs> they're, they're down. That's, that's how competition is supposed to work. And right. what we're worried about is that one team takes out a billy club and knocks out the three forwards on the other team. We don't like that. That's not cool. That doesn't get us a good football match. Nobody's happy. There's riots in the stands. Nobody likes that. Right. So that's what I think that's the right. Something wrong with that. And I, I I think it's 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 very aggressively positioned, but at least as described in their report, yes, there's a lot of stuff that's like this could make the Xbox more attractive and lower Sony's market share. And I believe my commentary was and uh, and I said this with uh -oh. respect to the Brazil comments that that's not he supposed froze. to be necessarily a bad thing, right. right? That's supposed to be something that we're in favor of that you say, Oh, okay. You're taking market share from Sony. Maybe Sony has to figure out how to make their thing even cooler. And the PlayStation VR two is going to be cheaper and more badass because they got to get some of that market share back. We love this mm -hmm. stuff. That's ostensibly what you're trying to protect. Right. Um, yep. The other thing I will say as a caveat from a legal perspective is, and I think you've heard me say this in this space, I thought every regulator on earth was going to go to whatever their equivalent to phase two was because it's $70 billion. Right. It's the biggest deal by a magnitude in video gaming history. It just makes sense. You have all the cover in the mm -hmm. world to say, Hey, this could, this could do something. We should, we should use our higher level review, whatever is in our statute. So none of this surprises me. People ask me this question all morning. I don't believe that there's a material change in the chances of the deal going through. I, I yeah, I, I, I saw that any... you. I, I was actually live on. I was in in the chat when you actually said that live yeah. on the air. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think it. So nobody needs to be like you know. No one uh, needs to be uh, jumping out of windows or anything on this. <laughs> I think this mirrors what we've seen from the FTC, what's mm -hmm. been leaked from them, from the EU, and otherwise. Uh, but for whatever reason, uh, the UK just liked to trumpet it this morning. Like to like to put out the Twitter thread, like to put mm. out the press release. They, they do the opposite of the FTC, right? People always ask me, well, when are we going to hear more from the FTC? Never. Like, yeah. if, if everything goes well, like, all of that is handled uh, separately. Because when the FTC here in the United States asks for a second view, they're basically coming to the same kind of conclusion. There could be something here. And, and one of the real tricks in what the CMA did this morning is that that's all they ever reached. They have, a, they have a legal burden, as best I can tell, of what we would consider something like probable cause. Something could happen here. We should send it to the experts, is all that was really decided this morning. And then they wrote a paper about it, and then they released that publicly. And that paper is <laughs> bad. I mean, like, it, it's, it's just now, bad. Now, could you elaborate <laughs> on that, Rich? Because that, that's really – that's what – look, obviously, we, we, love, we love what you bring to the community – you hitting 100k on YouTube is is so well deserving. It, 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 I, I cannot. I, I cannot love talking about this stuff. No, this no, I, I know you do. But how bad was this written? Because I'm not a lawyer, and I looked at this, and I was, I honestly scratched my head a little bit. I, you know, I, I don't know that it's the highest priority at one of these regulatory bodies because it's not the final decision. It's right. all being used to justify the elevation. I, I don't know that it's for anything. That's why it's kind of weird that it's publicized the way it is. That's if I were to object to something that the UK did today, it'd be like making a super big deal out of this finding. This is this is very low level in terms of threshold. Something could happen, and then those kinds of things justifying it internally to a phase two approach. 
it doesn't play super well as a legal document or even an advocacy argument. And, and I can go and I can obliterate it over two hours. Check out the video. Uh, but it's, um, <laughs> it's, so it's why not they really make it designed public? to do anything. So what, right? why did they make it public? What do you think was the, the, the reasoning behind publicizing it, especially when it's this bad? Usually when I put a regulatory agency uh, in, in, in the spotlight and say that they're, they're tweeting this out, they're publicizing it, it's political. Uh, yeah. they, they, want, they want credit. Hey, we are looking at these big bad tech companies, and this could yep. be bad. And we've identified the reasons that this could be bad. Give us credit. We're working for you, right? If you look at that Twitter thread, if you look at their PR statement, if you look at their actual legal summary document, they all finish with essentially, and we're doing it for you, uh, in respect of UK systems <laughs> and, and UK companies, right? So, like, it, it's all about we are active. Please don't decrease our budgets. Um, you should feel good about what we're doing to help you. Yeah. And I don't begrudge like institutional survival there. Like that's how institutions work. Um, mm -hmm. But it is, I do vastly prefer the FTC's let's not, let's not get everybody involved in this until we actually decide we're going to sue your ass. Right. Like when they, when that happens, you get the full FTC show, you, you get the, the full on, you know, potential DOJ comments, you get all the quotes, you get everything and says, now, now we're playing ball. But before that, uh, the FTC, I think rightly, the DOJ, the way the United States government works, says, you know what? We're going to get more uh, flies with honey. We're going to try to work out a consent decree or a settlement without bla blasting everybody on Twitter with emojis and whatnot. And so, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't know that I've focused on the UK regulatory side of things as much as I did this morning. So I, I don't know that I've seen them do that uh, before, mm. but I'm sure that that's kind of their, their usual policy is to go and make a big show about whenever they're doing something. Um, and so... I think the important part is phase two is always very likely. The reasoning behind it is silly as described in that document. I don't believe that reasoning controls any part of the phase two. Uh, okay. So it's, it, there's some really stupid stuff protecting Sony in there. There's some stuff that I've always said, and I've said in this space was the way I saw an aggressive antitrust policing going, which is primarily cloud and game pass uh, mm -hmm. where you have such early stage markets that Microsoft has clearly taken an early lead in that if you want to try to name those as separate markets, you could squint and say that that could be a, a market issue or a monopolization issue. Um, and that's what they did in like the back half of their document. But the early stuff, the consolification, hey, this could harm Sony. All that stuff's ridiculous. And of course, one paragraph, since we got to see the Brazil answers, one paragraph is straight up Sony's answer about Call of Duty. And it's like, you just, that was like when you find in a... Uh, in an outlet uh, that uh, somebody sent a press release and it's like just the whole paragraph and it's just dropped in and you say, well, it's an investigative body. How could they just take, take one, one party's paragraph and just slide it in and say, Oh yeah. Call of duty. Can't, can't have that. Up. Can't have <laughs> that on one page. <laughs> so, well, Hulk, you've been kind of calling this for a while though, right? Like you, you expected if, like your previous videos, I think you've said you expected this, these to go to this, next phase all along i did just like you were, always yeah. made sense. at 70 yeah. billion dollars it always made sense right you, yeah. you're not gonna you're, you you have a lump, number of these that you don't pull the trigger on at all um because it's like oh it's obviously not going to upturn markets and so you, you go on and go on and you do these various re reviews you just get up to big numbers i mean and this is a really really big number for this industry uh and mm. you say okay it's a big number and microsoft's on the title card right it doesn't matter that microsoft isn't the big bad right now compared to some of the companies that folks hate and we see Phil Spencer reference those companies specifically in his response. Phil Spencer, very, very spicy. He, he his his wording was was morning. 
Yeah, it's very <laughs> on it's, point. It's really funny because it's very corporate, so you don't necessarily read it that way. But I'm, I, you know, I do corporate messaging, and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Phil Spencer's got the boxing gloves on this morning. That's it. That's interesting. Um, and so, yeah, he, he talks about Sony and Tencent, which of course had the From Software investment yesterday. He talks about all these various things. He talks about Amazon, Apple, and Google with respect to this is the way we get around those app stores, you idiots, and that kind of thing. <laughs> and it's. Um, it was it was enlightening, but no, I think at the end of the day, yes, I had already built this into my percentages. I already anticipated the UK would go to phase two. I'm surprised they weren't already. And so the big the, the big dog and pony show is like, okay, well, since everybody freaked out and I got 600 DMs, I think we should talk about this. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's I don't think it materially changes much of anything. The only scary part is that um, definitely the logic in some portions of that of that document and the Twitter thread, to be honest is, ooh, that's not that's not how we should really be thinking about antitrust law unless you're going to change it, right? Parliament can change it. Congress can change it. As it stands right now, we're supposed to be focused on consumer welfare. Uh, and that's what you see Phil Spencer kind of try to move the ball into is like, no, we're helping. We're making things cheaper. We're doing these various things. Unless you're going to accuse us of predatory things, which you could, you know, around the bend in five years, potentially. Uh, we're, we're not there yet. So we're making everything better. What are you talking about? Um, and so, you know, this is why I got people coming into my channel you know saying i'm mean to sony and, and things like this it's like this is, uh, there's nothing here um right. so we'll see we'll see where it goes I, people a little bit too panicked uh today uh mm. but i don't blame them i mean it's as, as a government body with official ambit of the sovereign of the united kingdom uh going out there and saying we think there could be trouble and even what they said in their twitter was just a little bit too broad for what's in their press release which is a little bit too broad for what's in their summary yeah <laughs> I mean, listen. You know, you talked about the uh, the the decrees that the that these these bodies can ask for, right? Yeah, they're they're going to ask for what it's called, and they're they're, they're going to ask for. You you have yeah. a strong suspicion that in there's going to be something that they can hang their hat on. Look, yep. we made them put Call of Duty. It's going to stay everywhere. But Microsoft, Microsoft, Microsoft has already said that. They yeah. said, "Yeah, Call of Duty," and and for, for you know just the just for the small minded dollar and cents conversation, Microsoft would be leaving millions on the table if they took Call of Duty away from uh from a PlayStation or anywhere. So why would you take it away? I'm like, oh no, it's okay, it's fine. We're, it's and, and let me ask your opinion. I know you got to get out of here. Yeah, I got was five. it was it cheeky that my, that that Phil Spencer said that oh these are going into Game Pass. Like I saw I you mentioned, I don't think you don't, I mean, you'll note that he doesn't say day one. I no. thought that was a notable omission in that in that particular release. That's one thing that you would put in if you were if you were certain about it right now. Um, so I, I don't think they're certain on day one releases there um, because they're negotiating consent decrees. I mean, I, I don't I don't want to spoil alert for folks. <laughs> uh, by the time you go out to the public and say I'm willing to do X, Y, and Z, you are negotiating at that point in time. Um, right. And so there will be a consent decree because these parties are going to want one for politics or whatever reason. Maybe you just think this really is a significant problem. More power to you. Microsoft has already agreed to terms in public. And right. so it's very easy for the other side to sit and then say, OK, well, if you're already OK with that, then let's write it down. Let's write down the specifics. How right. long does this last? What does feature parity look like between these, you know, these, all these various things? How many resources do I have to spend? Because it does PlayStation versions of Call of Duty don't magically appear on the PlayStation tree. You have to pay somebody to bring over the ports and things like that. Um, so there, there will be consent decrees. The only question is, is whether one of the big jurisdictions asks for more than Microsoft is willing to give, because that's when the fireworks start. Uh, because I don't think their cases here on an antitrust stand are super strong. 
Um, and so if Microsoft just decides they're getting pushed too much, they can call what they would think at that point is a bluff. They could say, you only have the right to ask for a consent decree if you can actually win this case, if you think that uh, right. we're actually substantially lessening competition, if we're actually restraining trade, whatever kind of ambit you put it under. Um, and you say you can do that. So we're willing to talk to you. Um, if you uh, if you push too far, we say, all right, we'll see you in court. And then that right. puts it back on the regulator to actually proceed with the, the court case. And then all hell breaks loose. Uh, the, the other aspect of this, of course, is that, you know, time is marching on. The stock market is way down. Um, you know, the, the, the percentage chance of the deal is somewhat reduced by a by a horrible stock market because the internal value of Activision is probably lower than when they originally made their bid on it. Um, and so that's the other aspect of this that could potentially change. You see that also with Elon Musk versus Twitter, by the way. Right. Um, so I do think the deal is going to go through. I do think it's going to go through with consent decrees or undertakings in Britain. Um, and uh, I think they're probably all going to be acceptable to Microsoft. I don't think anybody's going to try to push too hard on this point. But I'm a human being and I've been wrong. And certainly the FTC, especially with their Facebook litigation, has been doing some wild stuff. Uh, so it's possible that there could be done more. So. Hopefully that was helpful. I'm sorry, I only had like dude, that was awesome. You, you, yeah. you absolutely knocked it out of the park. But just, just one one last thing you mentioned, right, they mentioned that. the Bethesda deal. <laughs> they sure did. <laughs> they mentioned the Bethesda deal. Like not only whoa. that, they mentioned it in the past tense. I, I love that the CMA says, "Well, Microsoft has already historically shown that they'll make these games exclusive." And I'm like, and then your examples are Starfield and the Elder Scrolls Six. Um, all right, maybe I'm in a time portal. But I know what they've said. I know what they've said, and I think that Starfield will be exclusive, pretty sure. But I don't know that you can actually say that they did it already. We have to talk about tenses, CMA. Yeah. Uh, so no, I think that um, I think that part is interesting. You see them reflecting on the Bethesda deal. I have said it's possible one of these regulators could ask for specific Bethesda-related concessions because once you get to the place where I can block the deal then you can ask for anything that kind of relates to the markets that you're talking about. So you can go back, you can go and say, okay, I think Starfield, a PlayStation Starfield should be made. Um, but I don't think that's terribly likely historically, but, but we are in at least somewhat uncharted waters with the FTC and, and monopsony claims and other things that we've seen with the Facebook uh, lawsuit. The Facebook yeah. within lawsuit, if, you, if you're interested in the Microsoft deal, the Facebook within lawsuit is really where you should be pointing your attention because that thing is crazy. And if the Federal Trade Commission is that crazy on Microsoft, anything could happen. No, it's true. I mean, listen, it, 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 it's funny because we do expect, Rich, that at some point, whether it's this year, potentially next year, uh, Sony's going to buy Square. Like, we, we've we all heard the rumors. They, they've Seems shedded likely. their skin. They're putting themselves up. And, <laughs> and and it's safe to potentially assume. So where where is the decree going to be where they say well all of these games that they have are now going to stay on on playstation you know what i'm saying like you see what i'm saying like it, it seems like a, a lot of the things that uh, sony has been doing has been unchecked versus well, i Microsoft. will say um regulators do not have to be consistent uh even right. over <laughs> short periods of time i'm sorry to say that but it's yeah. true um and i think even with some of the arguments they made in this document they're not consistent because you know I, you know I, for instance this comes out September 1st. How many days are we separated from Sony raising the prices in the UK on the Sony PlayStation? A box? week. Right? I mean, so you've got those. You've got them investing in from software. You've got them buying Savage Games. You've got them recently closing on Bungie. Uh, you know, so it's it's tricky. Certainly, Activision is bigger than all that. $70 yeah, billion. Yes. Activision is 
important. And Scale I think values, one of the right? things that Phil Spencer said right in his commentary is like, look, we get it. We knew regulators would be interested in this. We don't have a problem with being looked at. <laughs> like that all makes sense. Uh, but let's talk about what's actually happening here. And I, and I think they've gotten Activision. Bobby Kotick's statement was very un-Activision-like in terms of like, if we think about how they were messaging back during the California lawsuit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very much like, yes, it's very important that we be looked at. This is a serious time in the industry. Thank you. And it's like, okay, all right. So you've already taken on some Microsoft uh, characteristics. That's interesting. Um, but no, I, I, think, I, think that, I think that the deal will go through. Um, and I think that, I, will Sony be asked to do the same kinds of things? I would doubt it, right? Because Final Fantasy 16 will be popular. It's not going to be within a shadow of closeness. Well, yeah, I agree. Movies. I agree. Yeah. Um, so it's like, it's difficult for them. I would rather see them take a more hands-off approach all around uh, on some of this stuff. Let it come as it does. As I said in my video at length, it's been a very dynamic industry, uh, right? Like consumers are very responsive to the quality and the price of the hardware and the software and everything else. I think more so than other industries. And what, the more dynamism you have there, you know, you've got massive switch from massive shifts from the PlayStation 2 era to the PlayStation 3 to the PlayStation 4, to PlayStation 5 in terms of against Xbox and 360 and, and one and things like that. You have just people going to where they think the quality and the price is. Um, that suggests a healthy market. And so if you're worried about losing that here, I don't think they've made their case. Right. Uh, and instead, they've suggested that it's a static market and that the, uh, the market share should always be locked into place. And I don't think that's accurate. So that's all the time I have. Boom. Yeah. I'm sorry thank about that. Thank you so much, Rich. Definitely. Listen, brother, thank you so much for stopping by. We love your hot takes. Uh, I will take the video that you did uh, a moment uh, about an hour ago. I will throw it into the show notes. Oh, thanks. So if awesome. you want, yeah, absolutely, dude. If you want to get over there and subscribe to Rich Hogue, Hogue Law, you should definitely do that. They, he's incredible. And he had a two-hour show today that was packed with information. It'll be in the show notes. If you missed it, all you got to do is click on there and check it out. Which, thank you again, brother. Definitely appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a good show. All right, Thanks brother. Later. So, listen. One bad mother. We will come to you in a second. I do want to get Fuzzy's sure. hot take on this, and then I want to read some of. Uh, if you guys don't mind, I want to read some of what Phil Spencer had to say because what he had to say was interesting. But let me just say yep. this: we are almost at seven hundred live viewers. That's the most for this particular show. Xbox Live is something new. This is only like the twentieth episode. I actually at one point thought I was gonna, I was just gonna pack it up and just stay to the uh, to the three shows. But of course, the community reached out and said, "No, boom, we liked this fourth show." If you're new to the channel, two weeks ago, live on the air, we hit 11k on Breakfast with Boom, and since then we have. And again, I, I only get about 150 subs per month, which is, is, I mean, it's a lot for me, but you know, when you see people like Colt Eastwood, who has over a hundred thousand people, it's, it's minuscule this week alone. I got over a hundred new subs and I see a lot of new faces here. If you're finding the channel for the first time and you're appreciating the banter and the professionalism that we do carry. And again, normally I don't curse, but today I just let a couple out there cause I was fired the F up. Usually I subquote it because I don't like the curse, but if you're finding the channel for the first time, please consider subscribing. Of course, hit the like button, folks. So I'd love to see 500 likes. I don't know what it's at, but let's get to try and get 500 likes on this thing. Uh, Fuzzy, I, you know, Rich, 
I mean, just blew it out of the water. Mm -hmm. We've already heard from Risk It. We heard from OBM. Everyone has been knocking it out of the park. I want to get your opinions on not only what Rich had to say, but more importantly, how, I mean, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I thought that this was incredibly unprofessional yeah. of the CMA to not only use emojis in, in a press release on Twitter, <laughs> which is preposterous, but more importantly, at every angle in those statements, especially what Rich was talking about, they seemed more inclined to defend Sony, the company, mm -hmm. than the actual people that they are supposed to defend, which is us, the consumer. Yeah. It, it, the thing that's wild about it is with the price increase, you know, looming and the cost of the games being a bit higher on that, that platform, you would think that those things would be somehow, you know, focused on or something, but no, it, it, I almost feel like the, I guess the social media team of the CMA might be a little bit younger and probably a PlayStation only or PlayStation first uh, game, uh, video game player if they play games at all. But um, yeah, it, it just, it comes across like they did a copy and paste from the Brazil stuff. And like I was saying earlier, they, they took notes and they basically wrote their paper based on those notes. Um, I, I just, I can't see how, you know, how, especially with the, the friends and family plan possibly coming here fairly soon, how they can consider that this would be anti-consumer. Now, I can see how it may affect competition, but I, I can't see it being an imminent thing, especially when Sony is making the moves to kind of stay ahead of the storm with them acquiring Bungie, with them acquiring a mobile uh, company, with them acquiring, you know, uh, Nixus for PC ports and yes. things. So yes, they, yes, they, yes. They have all of the key things that will allow them to still be relevant, no matter how much Game Pass grows or how much Xbox, you know, grows the market share in that region. They're still going to be relevant. So it 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 just comes across odd that these statements are the way they are. But um, I, I I watched Rich's stream earlier as well. It was fantastic. Yes, like I said, folks, awesome. if you missed it, mm -hmm. if you missed it and you don't know who Richard Hogue is, you probably should because he has been on top of so much of the legal uh, jargon that a lot of us goes over the top of our head because we're not we're not legal analysts. Right. We don't have degrees in, in business law. He breaks it down, not in a way that you feel insulted, but in a way that makes a lot of sense. He and, and he simplifies it, but also keeps it very current. Today's stream for Rich and and of course Richard Hogue was phenomenal. I will have it in the show notes, and all you have to do is click it. But please continue. No, but I I think some of this is is just the political theater in the UK, much like sounds like grandstanding. It does absolutely sound like it. Yeah, mm. but um, I, I I think when everything is said and done within these five days. I don't know if we'll see all the dirty laundry as far as the uh, the rebuttals from the uh, Microsoft legal team, but I, I do think that they're going to continue to drive home that a lot of the stuff that they're requesting is already agreed upon. And if they need it in writing, I mean, they've put it in writing on social media. I'm pretty sure they'll put it on writing on legal documents. So. And that's right. They do have five days to respond where they won't, where it, it, it they, they can avoid the actual review mm -hmm. if they provide all of the documentation and answers 
to what the questions the CMA may have. I forgot to actually mention that. That thank you for bringing that up. But yeah, I I think this. I I agree with Rich. Like I I'm a little less hopeful that it'll be before the end of the year. I was kind of hoping this would be like Me a too. September October deal. Yep. It's looking yeah. more like maybe February when everybody gets yeah. back from holiday or something. But uh, in any event, I just I can't see the CMA really going to the nth degree to try to block this and having a, a good legal leg to stand on. It just, it feels like they're, they're losing sight of what their mission is, which is to protect the consumer and not the companies themselves. But that that's all I got. <laughs> you know what, before I bring everyone back in, I do want to re- read some of the excerpts from the uh, Microsoft blog uh, that was written today um, by Phil Spencer, CEO of Microsoft Gaming. This is what he says on his opening statement. Game developers around the world are creating innovative, groundbreaking games. We think that uh, uh, we think that we can do more to bring those experiences to billions of players everywhere. Our announcement in January that we intend to acquire Activision Blizzard was an important milestone in our journey to do so. Since then, regulators Game developers and players have been asking what the acquisition means for the industry and, most importantly, for the players. We love consoles. We recognize that they are not the only way people play games. Today, the largest and fastest growing segment of gaming is mobile platforms. To reach the billions of players where they are, no matter what device they play on, we need to embrace choice, giving players choice in how they play. Their games make gaming more accessible and leads to larger, more vibrant communities of players. Choice is equally important to developers. Developers benefit from having a diversity of distribution and business models for their games. Choices, uh, choice unlocks opportunity and innovation and, and enables the industry to grow. Uh, let, let's go back to Risk It on this. Risk It, this is... This is a powerful opening two paragraphs, and what I love about it is in this in these two paragraphs, the consumer is referenced, i.e., all of us here, the near seven hundred people in this podcast today, right? Uh, the overall market, the gaming as a whole, but more importantly, developers, because they have a say too, right? You know, you don't want like we saw an article come out today about how. Uh, not an article, a rant from you about how Sony is bullying people into doing what they want. You actually had a rant video that I retweeted, which I hope that uh, that you're going to talk about. What are your thoughts on this opening salvo? Um, yeah, well, look, like this is—they've been talking about this for ages, and and this is why I find it really odd that um, um, the the FTCs and the you know Brazil are ask, even asking these questions because if, if the information's out there. Um, they are definitely for gamers. We know that already. We can see that through subscription services, through Game Pass. Um, but it grows their business. And I think what they understand and what they've learned and what they learned from the Xbox One generation is that they need to look after their consumer base. Right. That's They need to give their consumer base what they want, which is we want games. Obviously, you know, we're a little bit light on those at the moment, but we're getting games into Game Pass. We're not, we're getting big AAA first party stuff, but we're getting games into Game Pass. You know, we're getting them for a very, a, 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 the best deal in gaming, right? Um, and they're giving through that, 
what they've done with Sarah Bond, I don't know if you've heard Sarah Bond talk um, about all she does for developers, um, but they're giving them options. And what I love about Microsoft and when they talk about this sort of stuff is they don't come up with ideas and go to the developer and go, hey, this is what you're going to do. We're going to, this is the ecosystem you're going to come into. Um, they're very, uh, or, I hate to use the word, but they're very organic. And they go to developers and they go, hey, we have this idea um, about how you guys could enter our ecosystem. And these are the kind of the options that we're thinking about. Um, you know, what's your feedback? Um, and if you listen to Sarah Bond, a lot of Sarah Bond stuff, they, they have conversations with developers about what works for them on a whole. They gather all the information together and they do what works for them as a business, for the developers and for the consumers. So, Sony is clearly not doing this. Um, yep. We, which is just when you get stuff that comes out like this, which is absolutely astounding. And I can completely understand why Hogue uh, is saying that, you know, hey, this is probably a bit of a non-issue. Hey, this is probably grandstanding, you know, because this has all been this, all this stuff that Phil said, um, not all of it, actually, but a lot of it he has said, but he is said before is known. Um, and so and I, I think this whole statement is a way of Phil saying, listen, We've said this. Uh, here's us doubling down on it. Right. If you want to, and like Hoag said, if you want to put it in writing, here it is. We've said we're doing it. We've said it before, but let me be very clear about our intentions. Um, and so, you know, if they want to put it in writing, like like Hoag said, that's probably what they're likely to do. Right. Um, but yeah, I, my my rant is just about the fact that no one calls this stuff out. Like. No one calls the stuff out that Sony's doing. So that's a very separate thing to what we're talking about now. But, right. but they're, they're chalk and cheese. And so I just don't see how, like, they don't see what's going on. It seems to me like the, the FTC, um, you know, uh, the Brazilian, uh, I think it was Cade. Um, yes. And these guys, they, they, they're not really looking at the industry. They're looking at it as a in segmented business i don't know how they're looking i don't know how you could look at this and not see how good microsoft has been this generation and the back end of last generation for consumers it, it just creates competition it's it, it's a great thing and it's great for developers great for gamers great for the bloody industry and i say pen the deal and get it through because i want you know i want caught in game pass now you know what to your point though risk it, it it's shocking to me that they're looking at microsoft with a fine-tooth comb but at the same time sony is raking over their players i'm yeah. one of them right like i mean did we forget that they hid the playstation 5 upgrade for horizon Why forbidden west <laughs> off of the console i i had to find it i had to find it through the app yeah to download the the, the 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 free version that they originally said they were going to give us then released a blog post saying that they, you weren't going to get it, that had to retract that statement and say that, okay, this time only, but everything else, you know, tough titty. Like, come on, man. Like, so many times today on Twitter, I got that people would say they're, they're angry at me for, for pointing things out. Um, and they're like, oh, you just, and, and so many times, I can't even count how many times you just, I got called a broke ass gamer, right? Oh, yeah, like, I love it. I'm like, I love dude. The, I've heard the welfare pass. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. dude, I, I own a PS5. I am in the ecosystem. The reason right. that I'm upset about this 
is because I'm in the ecosystem and I don't want to pay $70 for games. I don't want a $10 upgrade. I don't want to have to go hook up my PS4 to transfer my cloud saves. I want the cloud saves to be there so that yep. when I pull them from the... I don't want to do all this stuff that's just a pain in the butt and all this stuff that costs me more money. I don't want to do it. Uh, and Microsoft gives me the ecosystem that's just easy. And I hate to say it, I sound like an ad for the damn thing, but everything just works. And everything it doesn't, just works. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> work on the PlayStation and they charge you more for it. It's like, hey, you guys, I honestly... And you said it earlier in the thing and it's, it's just it is one of those really controversial things to say. But this this feels like PlayStation's death knells. The things that they're doing now are really going to hurt them going forward. And yep. it also really feels like the Xbox One era. Like, I really do think that Jim Ryan is comparable to Don Matrix. Like 100%. Dude, 150%. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's nuts how yeah. this and then you got these FTC guys. Like, are you guys not seeing what's happening? They just raise the prices everywhere. <laughs> like, this, this 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 really does equate to the arrogant PlayStation Three era of Sony. Mm -hmm. It it, it yeah, really yeah. does. Listen, I'm gonna allow uh, OBM to go ham on this topic, and and you know what? Take as much time as you want with no interruptions, because I know you have a lot to say. You're a very brilliant man, and we want to hear from you, but I have to catch them in the Super Chats. My God, there's been so many of them. I cannot thank you for the generosity. And again, folks, we turn this around. We put money into the channel, but more importantly, we give it back to you. Uh, for the remainder of 2022, and I will do this again at the end of, of the show when we're doing outros, Mrs. Boomstick and I will be giving away in three contests. Uh, if you're new to the channel, uh, check it out. Uh, September, November, and December, we're giving away in three contests $2,000 worth of digital games. Games, gift cards, you name it. And here's the other thing. And this, I think, is for me, it's, it's the, the most important thing where both my, my, my wife and I hang our hat on. International viewership will be allotted a part of the competition. If you are in Africa and you win, I will get you your money. If you are in the UK and you win, we will get you your prize. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. We will not only get you your prize, but we will pay for the exchange rates if necessary and any additional fees that, are, that a money service would charge for us to get you the money. We cover it all and all you have to do to win is be in the chat when these contests are going live that's it you you know you get extra entries for super chats for channel membership and for being a chat uh to be uh, subscribing to the channel those are the three bonuses but for the most part even if you're not a part of any of that you could still win a prize and it's two thousand dollars for the remainder of 2022 and it's our way of saying thank you for the support and that's how we, we, we dole out the Super Chats, and let me get to them. The first one comes from Tom from Toonami. Drops a very generous $5 Super Chat and says, could result in Microsoft harming consumers by impairing Sony's, uh, Microsoft's closest gaming ri rival, ability to compete, LOL. Okay, CMA, how? Yeah, I mean, that's a great point there, Tom. Gamer by choice drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, Hoag Lord just broke it down. Very interesting. Yeah, he was amazing, not only on his own show, but here today. Jacob Novik, who's dropped quite a few super chats, actually three in a row. The first one of $20. 
says Microsoft was buying in the 90s and became a monopoly in PC. So Microsoft was about to get sued and split up the former president, uh, 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 for, uh, split up by former president W.J. Bush firm. But the judge was also biased to Microsoft, also got away. Uh, but if UK block and uh, blocked it and Microsoft sues, yeah, Microsoft won't lose this time. Yeah, they, they certainly would not. Uh, he also drops an additional $5 Super Chat two times in a row. He says, by the way, Boom, did you see that Alex and Steve Minecraft Amiibos will release in eight days? Yes, I did, and I have them pre-ordered from Target for both myself because I have every Amiibo ever released and my nephew, who is a huge fan as well. So thank you for that. And his second $5 Super Chat says, Sony said to Brazil... Uh, that gamers can lose quality if they are in Xbox Game Pass, a subscription service. So Sony says that their new service can do the same. It, it, yeah, they're, they're just ridiculous. Uh, Infinite AA drops a $2 super chat and says, I really hope that this goes through. Yes, you and me both, everyone in here agrees. Uh, Eternal Shaddai drops, wow, dude, an additional $20 super chat. Man, you've been unbelievably generous. Thank you so much for that. He says, good afternoon, uh, and uh, good afternoon and panel. Sony is using their market leadership to their max. CMA says on Twitter that they could harm rivals uh, and any entrance into gaming other than raising prices and games and consoles. What about Tencent? I mean, you can even say Embracer. Embracer just locked up the deal with Crystal Dynamics. They have 120 studios, folks. 120 studios. And I understand they're not in America, but I mean, come on. I mean, that 120 studios to Microsoft's proposed 34 after this is all said and done. Come on. It's ridiculous. Uh, Jacob Novick drops an additional uh, $2 super chat and says, at the end of the day, Microsoft will win and UK will lose. Yeah, I, I, they, I think they know that. That was so unprofessional what we saw today. Wh- whoever wrote that is probably fired. I just want you to know because that was just embarrassing. Uh, JetFan95 drops a $2 super chat and says, are we sure? <laughs> Are we sure Jason Schreier doesn't work for the CMA now? You know what? That's a great question. Uh, Raiden Blade drops a two-pound super chat and says, Hey, Rich, are you staking or stalking me? Hi, Boom and panel. Yeah, I I actually asked him to come in here, Raiden Blade. Uh, J-Rock, what's going on, my brother? He drops a $2 super chat and says, Just passing by to show my guy some love. Well, thank you, brother. And you are a shining light in the community. Follow J-Rock on Twitter. The guy is funny AF. Um, and he does give it to the Sony folks. Sometimes it's a little more than I would do, but you know what? You, you gotta you gotta give him credit where credit is due. J Rock, thank you. Uh, Raiden Blade drops an additional two pound super chat and says, uh, first thing I would do is have Call of Duty released every three years." Yeah, I think they're gonna wind up getting to that. And uh, Gameonomics, let me just see what that is because I don't know what that that denomination is. Hold on, just a second. Let me just. See if I can catch up. I'll get to you in, in a hot second, Gameonomics. Thank you. This chat is, is – I'm sorry that I have not uh, actually – I usually in, you know love bringing saying hello to everybody individually, typing your name, but today is just so crazy. There's so many people, and the chat was flying by. So thank you to everyone that is here. Uh, let me just find it. Okay, Gameonomics drops an additional $5 Super Chat and says, yeah, 343 Industries has confirmed the cancellation of the game's local split-screen co-op mode. I hope they don't cancel co-op in general. They're not, co-op is coming, but I don't want to get into it. 
I'm going to tell you this right now, and I say this with a heavy heart, folks. Uh, I'm a diehard Halo fan. I have finished both battle passes. I have spent a, rid- a redonkulous amount of time in Halo Infinite, and today's announcement was nothing short of a slap to everyone's face that is a Halo fan. I don't know where you could find any solace whatsoever in that announcement today. I, 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 I'm I going to say this, and I don't think Microsoft would even be mad because I think they understand that we're passionate fans. I don't know what in God's name is happening at that studio, but my God, it continues to spiral out of control. I will leave it at that. I think we're going to get to it tomorrow on Breakfast with Boom. I'll make a segment. I think we're going to be talking about this as well because – you know, I'm sure more stuff is going to come out. But OBM, let's get your opinion on this. Uh, you know, obviously, you heard what Hogue had to say. Uh, mm. <clears throat> I, I'm going to read you an, uh, one more excerpt, uh, which, sure. which I thought was very, very interesting from Phil Spencer. And he says this. We are expanding choice in two ways. Through the creation of Game Pass, which gives players a subscription option, and by bringing more games to mobile platforms, including through our cloud game streaming technology. Subscription services like Game Pass are making gaming more affordable and help players from all over the world find their next favorite game. Game Pass empowers developers to bring more games to more players, not fewer, i.e. F.U. Sony. Uh, We intend to make Activision Blizzard's much-loved library of games, including Overwatch, Diablo, and Call of Duty, available in Game Pass and grow those games those game those gaming communities by delivering even more value to players we hope to continue growing Game Pass extending its appeal to mobile phones and any connected devices unlike what Sony has done right they have closed their barriers they have closed off consumers because if you don't buy their wares to play a game like Spider-Man or Final Fantasy 7 you're not playing those games We've seen them money hat other titles, and like I said, if it's not a mission, if it's not a you know a weapons pack, if it's not a, you know a, a strike, you never get those. But but they are allowed to pretty much again run around unchecked. What what are your thought of, thoughts of what Phil Spencer has positioned Xbox Game Pass, and what are your thoughts about what Rich had to say? Yeah, I mean, well, geez, okay, ten squirrels. <laughs> We're up to 10 scrolls now. Um, you know, you know, first thing, you know, just kind of stepping back to what, what Rich had to say. I, it, I think he, it, it was, I'm so happy that we had him on. He did kind of uh, solidify some of my theories, you know, in terms of what was happening. I have listened to a lot of Rich's content before. And I think that the reason even Microsoft has expected this to go into 2023 is they know this is the size of this thing, the, the kind of temperature around the world uh that that you know regulators to do their job are going to take this to the next level of scrutiny that's just probably and, and i think that this is just them showing hey we're doing our jobs um the fact that they have such a poorly written argument today though that came out to the public shows maybe that they that they don't have a lot to go off of um, as they go into that next phase. So I think that's why he says, you know, nothing's really changed in his mind outside of somebody, you know, 
going public with this and I guess grandstanding, right? But, you know, something else he said, and I think this kind of ties into, uh, you know, what Phil Spencer's talking about is the competition in the industry. And, you know, what, what, what Phil's really talking about in that statement is something that, you know, I've been really kind of alluding to for a while. The industry is changing. Uh, I find that our communities, you know, the gaming communities that are enthusiastic about Xbox or PlayStation still talk a lot about the consoles and the console wars, the exclusives or the exclusive missions or whatever that's coming. Um, for the most part, I feel like from a business standpoint, the, the console wars are almost over or in probably Microsoft's mind are over. Like they are positioning themselves now for that sort of next paradigm shift in gaming, which I not ironically is going to actually drive their console sales like basically what 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 we have seen over the years is that um you know the the gaming consumer in general will respond to things that are easy to access the more you take down the barriers for them the more they are going to engage in your ecosystem or buy your thing we saw that with nintendo going from the wii to the switch right we saw that with with mobile gaming we see that now in the in the with the core gamer in on consoles they're they're going towards uh free to play right they or they have been the last generation like that's taken over big time um and and, you know, generally the consumer doesn't like to take risks and that's why they buy the same. That's why they buy Call of Duty every year and Grand Theft Auto every year. And they buy the, you know, the big Sony game, the stuff that they know they keep rebuying. And it's re been really hard for companies, new companies to penetrate, uh, you know, uh, into that market. It's been uh, in terms of outside of free to play. Uh, I guess I should I should preface that because we did talk about new companies jumping in on free to play. Um, and when you kind of look at the the near future where where i think what microsoft is trying to do right now is kind of mesh all these things together where uh, they're bringing that core gaming experience, the $60, $70 game into the subscription, lowering the barriers for people. It is going to change habits of consumers. You know, I know that uh, the guy from Take Two kind of came out and says, well, gamers only like to play two games every year. Yeah, they do because they don't want to take risks, right? They don't want to spend, they're not going to spend thousands of dollars to try out all these $60 games that they might not like. But when you start to see that, take hold and, and you start to see what Call of Duty could do uh, to bring that into the mainstream, it is going to change consumer behaviors. It is going to probably change their expectations. Uh, and, and, you know, and for people like who like to fight against that because, hey, this is what they're doing now. We've already seen consumers change behaviors drastically over the last 20 years. You know, like when I got in on the original Xbox and, you know, back when the PlayStation 2 and GameCube was out, all we did was buy, you know, we bought our $50 games back then and, you know, waited for the next thing. And then it went to... Uh, multiplayer became a big thing and people stayed on less games and then now it's free to play. So, you know, we've seen stuff change. And so I, I right now what they're driving towards is that next shift, which the, the problem that the regulators are going to have in, in arguing, I think against this, like Microsoft is positioning themselves to be the leader probably by far when things kind of flip over. Um, and the, the problem you're going to have with as a regular, like arguing against it right now, though, is that, you know, when we look at examples like TV streaming, we've seen like all, you know, we Netflix took a big lead, but we saw Disney jump in. We saw we see Paramount trying to get in there. Right. Like you 
when you start lowering those barriers, what you're going to do is you're going to open up new companies to come in as platforms. And so, yeah, yes. it does threaten Sony, but even Embracer, you mentioned Embracer, like we have no idea what their end game is. They, they, they could, with all these studios and games, I mean, it sounds like they could support their own subscription in five years, right? Like maybe that's what they're, that maybe that's what they're positioning for uh, is that industry change and like just kind of getting that pipeline going and being ready for it. We don't know. Um, Amazon, if they would have bought EA, which was, you know, the rumor a few days ago, um, all of a sudden they're now somebody who could compete with Microsoft in a subscription slash streaming world. And I think that the more you kind of reduce these barriers, the more opportunity you open up for competition and it also isn't, it's not only opening up for competition, it's opening it up for the people that make games. Um, you know, we talked boom before on other shows about developers, like you don't even have to have a studio now and it's going to get better for them. Like you can, you can have 10 people from different parts of the world, um, get access to unreal for free. And pretty soon they'll be able to develop on high powered PCs in the cloud, uh, even do QA for their games in the cloud, um, you know, and access more tools and the Microsoft building their own stack so like there's going to be all these opportunities for people to make stuff that never could have made them in the old paradigm uh all this opportunity for you to reach the consumer that was never there and, and so there's a lot of opportunity uh for everybody and so it's going to be really difficult to argue you know well you know we still think that you know microsoft's going to get this dominant position um because it, it's still there and it's still there for Sony, you know, and, and honestly, sometimes that's why, you know, I get a little bit frustrated because I want to see them. I want to see them punch, you know, hard at Microsoft and, you know, maybe getting Bungie is the start of it. Maybe destiny eventually is a big leader for them in a subscription space. Um, but you want to see competition. You want to see, I don't trust any mega corp publicly traded corporation to do the right thing forever uh, without being held honest through competition. That's just the way it is. They, they're there to answer to investors. Phil's not going to be there forever. Even if Phil and Satya have all, you know, have all, you know, best intentions, um, you know, corporations, they're going to change people over time and they're going to, and they're only going to be held honest by competition. Um, so that is going to be there. I, I think Sony has, um, I think uh, they have more, they have more, resources to compete than you know than people are acting like i mean right now they should be taking their mind share that they've this momentum that they built up after last generation and they should be pushing that forward into you know parlaying that into the future more than i think you know cashing in on profits now i think you know maybe taking some of that investing it towards the future is what i would hope but um you know just in general you know i think i i, I I, the, after hearing Hogue and, and, you know, kind of reading like through everything as the show's gone on, it, I, it doesn't look like there's there's a lot of concern about whether, in my mind, whether ABK will go through. Um, I think the, the the last thing I'll say, because I know I'm talking a, a long time, but, um, you know, talking about Call of Duty and, and I know that there was a lot of there was some debate earlier about you know, Microsoft not really going, being aggressive enough and making this console exclusive. Again, that doesn't matter. It, Call of Duty as a Game Pass exclusive is the exclusive that matters. Um, I've been saying that I for think, years. The, the actual true exclusive is Xbox Game Pass, which here's, here's something else that no yeah. one mentioned so far. And I want to reiterate, because I think I might have did it in, in one of my rants and, and maybe because I was so heated. Microsoft wants 
Xbox Game Pass on Sony's machine. Yeah, yeah. Sony does not want it there. Right. So yeah, they're if they're saying <laughs> no to all of these games that they have access to, like all the ABK and all this other stuff uh, that they're going to have in there and, and Bethesda, Sony doesn't want it in there because it's better than their service. Mm-hmm. Well, you know yeah. what, Sony? Be better. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. It's going gonna, it's gonna, to eventually, like, this is creating market disruption. And you're going to see that when, get, when Call of Duty is on Game Pass. Um, and, and, I, and again, I, I know I argue with people and not everybody agrees with me in both communities. But I think when Call of Duty is on Game Pass, Game Pass is going to be the reason people buy Xbox consoles. It's going to be the reason why they, they subscri- go to them on the PC despite their store, which is awful. Yeah. Um, you know, despite that, so that's going to be the reason why and eventually, uh, you know, why, you know, people will start to try streaming on tv because it really reduces that risk and people know what call of duty is the soccer mom knows what it is yes, um they do. yep and, and the kids in the school right like like if you think about us being back in high school boom and stuff like that a long time ago right like you remember, you remember we like you know you, you talk about the there, there are certain big things that you, in gaming we talk about the mortal Kombat, who got the who got the blood right right like, did you buy it for genesis <laughs> or did you buy it for the super nintendo that got the green blood yeah yeah, uh-huh. yeah. i remember now, call of duty is the thing that's going to make game pass that that discussion right it's going to make it like that thing that everybody knows about and it becomes the kleenex of you know of gaming subscriptions and so i i do think that is going to change things and and sony will in in time will probably need to uh find new ways to compete and i think they're expecting it they just don't want it to happen fast because again they are um, they are the kings of, of an old model, which is stagnant and eventually is going to become more niche. And it doesn't mean consoles are going to go away, but that's not how you're going to win the industry. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's why we see them buying time, don't we? We see them yeah, blocking game it's last funny. game. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly I mean, what they're doing is buying that time. Yep, that's it. Well, I mean, yeah, listen, but- l- l- let, me, let me read the last uh, two excerpts, and, and I'll get fuzzy, and then we'll get everyone out of here, because you know, normally this is like a 70-minute show, and we're already 90, <laughs> 94 minutes into it, and of course, risk it. I, I don't know what time it is. It's got to be late where you are, dude. Yeah, like 1.30. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christmas. All right. Well, listen, um, if you got to go, brother, I I don't want to hold you up anymore. You know, you want to sell your brand and get on out of here, because I, I do want to talk for another 10 or 15 minutes. You want to hang on? Okay, good. Okay, excellent. <laughs> So this this is this is how he closes out this letter by uh, you know two two regulators whoever's going to read it from Microsoft and this of course was written by Phil Spencer Fuzzy he says this in doing so we will pursue a principled path we've heard that this deal might take franchises like Call of Duty away from places where people currently play them that's why we have said before we are committed to making the same version of Call of Duty available on PlayStation on the same day the game launches elsewhere. We will continue to enable people to play with each other uh, uh, play with each other across platforms and across devices. We know players benefit from this approach because we've done it with Minecraft, which continues to be available on multiple platforms and has expanded to even more since Mojang uh, joined Microsoft, Mojang, has jo- joined Microsoft in 2014. As we extend our gaming soft, uh, soft uh, storefront across new devices and platforms, we will make sure 
that they do so in a manner that protects the ability of developers to choose how to distribute their games. We will continue to engage with regulators with the spirit of transparency and openness as they view this acquisition. We respect and welcome the hard questions that are going to be asked. The gaming industry today is robust and dynamic. Industry leaders, including Tencent and Sony, continue to expand their deep and extensive libraries of games as well as other entertainment brands and franchises which are enjoyed by players everywhere. We believe that through the uh, th- uh, th- we believe that a thorough review will show that the combination of Microsoft and Activision Blizzard will benefit the industry and its players. And finally, for all of the players and game developers out there, you remain at the center of everything that we do. We will continue to listen to your feedback and do everything we can to nurture this industry that we all love, end quote. I mean, there's a lot to unpack there, but Mm -hmm. I love the fact that they mentioned Sony and Tencent, who (laughs) are continuing to invest not only in their own companies, but others to obviously at some point. I mean, mean, some people were saying yesterday when they heard that Sony was going to have almost 15% of of, – from software that you would never get another from software on an Xbox. I mean, there's rumors for (laughs) that, right? We can suggest that that is a possibility, right? So again, I don't think that the CMA has a leg to stand on. Close us out, Fuzzy. What are your thoughts on what Phil had to, had to say and what Hogue had to say? Well, I I think uh, as far as with Phil, he basically reiterated what they had been saying all along and, Wanted to point out some of the key points. Holy as as- matrimony. We got the lawyer himself. Gaz, we're going to get you there in a second, brother. <laughs> Wait, you're, you're, you're muted. You're muted. <laughs> All right. So so we'll get to you in a second, Gaz. Continue, Fuzzy. <laughs> no, but basically, Phil <laughs> basically Phil wanted to reiterate some of the stuff that they had discussed earlier on and, and, and drive it home that it's they're not impeding on what Sony can do, nor are they impeding on what their player base is able to access. They're, they're trying their best to explain to the CMA that, Hey, look, we want this everywhere. We're not looking to, you know, hold this off in a corner. And and I, I like how he stayed above fray and didn't, you know, point out or call out that, you know, Sony's been doing, you know, the keep away for, you know, decades now, but he just basically pointing out that they wanted they want this game to continue on much like Minecraft. And it's like, Hey, if you want to have an idea of how we're going to work and what we've been doing for the past, you know, 10 years or so, give or take, look at Minecraft. So it's to put them at ease as far as their overall stance on this. But yeah. And, and Hogue knocked it out of the park as far as with, with uh, his, his uh, analytics on this. And I, I just, my hope is a little, little weakened on, on the uh, end of the year deal, but uh, you know, February or sometime early next year is fine, but uh, yeah. How, how How is your overall feeling on the deal itself? You still think it's going to go through very much like Risk It, very much like myself, One yes. Mother, and, 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 and even Hogue for that matter. Yeah, because even if it take, I, I think this goes through even if they have to go to court. I yeah. I don't foresee it getting that far, but I, I think this still goes through. It's just, it's almost like a dog and pony show let's just say as far as i like what what you did there sir no no good 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 stuff always great stuff gaz welcome to the program brother you're still muted you're still fired up 
Let's get let's get some sauce in on the new ver uh, the new episode of X Vlog Live. We gotta get we we gotta get you unmuted, and we gotta get some we gotta get some uh some curse words that are buzzed. <laughs> there you go. I thought you unmuted. muted me this whole time, and I was I just absolutely raging. did not. Sir. <laughs> I, 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 I would I would never mute the sauce. I. <laughs> <laughs> Three, four, three, you. <laughs> oh yeah, we're, we're 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 not gonna go there. Uh, no, they no, they deserve no, the curses no, because no, they should, you're yes. going there. We're going there. Boom! I don't give a shit. It's your, oh, sorry, this is a family show. I don't give a no, it's shit. Okay. It's, if right. it's your show. I don't care. <laughs> Can I get off my chest? Please, you know three, what? Four, go three. crazy oh, about yes. three, four, three because one bad three mother months, and my three soul. months. You gotta wait three months. Three months became six months. Became nine months. Became. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> what happened, ladies and gentlemen? We're going to get him back momentarily. That, that, he, he that, just, that, don't worry, he just had a stroke. That's okay. He just—he he literally uh, he just was in the chat, and then I—I I, I sent out the invite. He answers. He actually says, and I quote: "Let me go to the private chat here." And this—he's talking to me, of course. He says, "Folks, uh, let me in, you slut." <laughs> that's so gad that's so gad i mean it's just so look look at the end of the day folks uh i know that initially there was a lot of uh of it seemed like a lot of confusion as to what exactly this regulate the what uh, what the uh the um the uh they called um the mcas right uh right is that what it is i think it is yeah no the cmas i'm sorry i had it backwards what the CMA had to say. Again, I, I said this earlier. There were some people in the chat that says, well, you know, they're allowed to use emojis because it's it. Listen, if you're a professional entity, you don't use freaking emojis in a, 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 a statement to the world about how you're overseeing the a $70 billion deal. I'm sorry. I mean, that's, who did that? A 20-year-old? Someone like, hey, you know what? I'm going to be hip about this and, and put emojis. That's dumb. <laughs> that's just dumb. I'm sorry. Um, and like I said in the opening, I'm not a lawyer, but it does appear that the CMA does not have a leg to stand on, especially if, and, and I think what Hogue said was interesting, putting this out, and you actually said, you had asked him, why go public with this risk it? You actually said that. I think this is a detriment to their case because all Microsoft, you know, Microsoft is pulling receipts. And like, uh, this doesn't sound like they're concerned about the people's. They're concerned about Sony, so they're in somebody's pocket. I mean, I'm I'm sorry to say, not to be simplistic about it, but they're in somebody's pocket when you're worried about Sony's going from number one to potentially number two instead of actually competition. And and they said it in that thing I read, uh, Article 29 of that. They're concerned that right now Sony's number one, but they're concerned that they might be number two. Um, I I thought that was what competition was all about. I didn't know that we were going to one side this thing. Look, at the end of the day, we had nearly 700 people here. That is bananas. I can't thank you enough for tuning in for what is normally a one-on-one -on -one show where we have two topics, 70 minutes, we're in and out. We talk about whatever you want to talk about today. It just happened to be world-breaking news. I cannot thank enough. Risk it for the biscuit. Uh, OBM and, of course, Fuzzy Belvedere for being here. Gaz for the 30 seconds that he came in here in person and had a stroke. <laughs> 
you know, <laughs> that was awesome. We actually got a chance to see his foot. I don't understand what happened there. I mean, he's wearing sandals, but that's not surprising. Uh, and of course, we got to thank Hoglaw for jumping in for 15 minutes, which I'm very happy because he did get a chance to break it down. And like I explained to you, he doesn't say it in a way that you feel insulted, like, oh, I'm just a dummy. He, he does break it down in, in layman's terms mm. that we understand, but there is still force behind what he's saying. Let's get to the outros because I don't know if we're going to get gas. He might actually need emergency service, so I'm going <laughs> to reach out to whatever their 119 is over in that country and, and, and get him over to his place. Risk it. you got to sell your brand. Uh, tomorrow, I would imagine that your show, uh, the Xbox Infinite Podcast, which I believe is 8, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right? Is that what it is? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, it is going to be a fire show. There, you have yourself. You have Infinite Umber. You have uh, Jedi P- uh, J- Jedi Peter, as well as Doom Cutie. You guys have an amazing panel. It is a, uh, it's great to listen to. Sell your brand. Tell everyone where they can subscribe to get you guys past 1,000 subscribers. It's the goal. I'm going to put your podcast on my back, and we're going to get you past there, brother. Sell it. Uh, absolutely, yeah. As he said, uh, 8 p.m. EST Fridays. Um, yeah, we have a great show. We have a great time. And this this week, we are going to have an amazing show. You're going to have quite... a four-hour show, by the way. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, we usually, we, we're trying to keep it under two and a half hours, but it always blows out to about three. <laughs> we're trying to keep it under. Trying to keep it under. Uh, we've got a good guest this week. We had a great guest last week in um, Broken Games HD. Nice. Um, I had some very, very good conversations with him um, about, you know, 70 lot of games, all that sort of stuff. I imagine some of that stuff's going to come up this week because I like a dissenting opinion. I don't like to live in an echo chamber and I like to have a bit of a back and forth. So we've got someone who is also a, a Sony um, a fan. So we're going to go a bit back and forth this week. Um, and I'll link in the chat, guys. Jump in, check it out. And I just dropped a video just before the show. Um, I got a little bit emotional. Um, so I apologize. There's a couple of words in there that are explicit. Um, but I, I feel I made some good points. Um, so I'll link in the chat and please come and join us. We, uh, we have an absolutely amazing show and we have a barrel of laughs and thank you boom for having me on. It was an absolute pleasure. Um, I love coming on and talking about games with you guys. You guys are amazing. Yeah. I mean, we love having you brother. I know that the time zones is, is it's a little difficult and obviously it's super late where you are, but we we're happy to have you here. Uh, we're happy to have your opinion. Definitely go check out that video. As a matter of fact, I'm going to actually add, that video to the show notes so people can go check that out as well uh, as uh, links to your podcast and your YouTube channel as well as your social media uh, information. Uh, OBM, you obviously not only represent yourself very well, but you also are a representative of the Xbox era. Good friends of this podcast, great friends of this community, XboxEra.com. Those guys are amazing. Nick... Uh, uh, and um, I'm like, why, why, why I forget his name? Oh my John. God, John, yeah, John, John, John and Nick <laughs> are just absolutely incredible. Uh, as a matter of fact, somebody from Xbox Era is going to be coming on the, my show next week that reached out to me that's always on the show. Why, oh my God, I'm so sorry, I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Let me look, J- Jesse, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Jesse had reached out to me yesterday. And I and he was like, "Hey, boom! I'm trying to expand." I'm like, "Well, come on down there, brother. Let's go." So we're gonna have him on, uh, and we're gonna you know get him introduced to the community because obviously he's usually in the background. And you know what's crazy? Every time he speaks, I swear, OBM, it's you. It's like you guys have <laughs> the same voice. It's crazy. 
Oh, um, no, no, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, so obviously, talk, talk about uh, we, uh, we we had you at Halo, which, of course, yeah. is the Halo podcast. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. we got nothing short of disastrous news by 343. <laughs> I, I'm sorry to say, look, I, I'm not a guy that loves to see anyone lose their job. I, I would be devastated if someone did. I, I really would. But holy cow, folks. Like, I mean... You know, so we're going to talk. We're going to talk about that tonight, actually. Boom. So, um, because uh, we do have right now, it's a biweekly uh, Halo show. Actually, sometimes it's sometimes you just go when the, when there's news. Uh, but called you had me at Halo. It's going to be at seven fifteen, and we do get a little bit of insight. You know, more than just kind of the surface level opinion. Uh, you know, I've talked to developers that have actually been at three four three for a while, and I don't like kind of come out here and say stuff because I I always take everything as like one little perspective, but. Um, um, but there is a lot of changes that have been happening, actually. And I don't think the, the, the I don't think the community really realizes it, but there's been things happening over there. Uh, there has been a lot of both philosophy and personnel changes that are continuing. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about, you know, obviously some of the feelings, which I'm sure are not going to be that positive about this roadmap, but also, you know, some of the some of the things that could be coming down the road uh, with the changes that yeah. that could be hopeful down the road. But uh, it'd be a, a do you full... have a line to Buddy Ross? Because if you have a line to Buddy Ross, there's some things that I'd like to pass on. Um, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, I... So we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk tonight about everything. Um, but uh, but yeah, man. Like, uh, so if anybody wants to talk to talk about that, come show up at seven fifteen. You had me at Halo. It's under the Xbox era, like that whole. Uh, that whole suite um and also you know i'll be back to making some content uh again on xbox era here very shortly been trying to finish up a project behind the scenes so i've been kind of short there but start looking out for me on twitter uh otherwise and i'll let you know when i do have some content there but as always appreciate uh you inviting me boom it turned out to be you know what it is boom every time you invite me uh we have the show planned and then some breaking news happens a this has been the pattern so i so I, so you're welcome um you know i'm just kidding i'm kidding no, no, like... i love it i love it i love it uh <laughs> listen fuzzy before i get to your brother i gotta thank death ray tower for the two dollars super chat he says hey folks ggs and long live crossplay hashtag fun sir x-man drops a, a two dollars super chat and says Still haven't seen Final Fantasy VII on Xbox. Correct there. Lucky Mo drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, Sony pays for day one third-party exclusives and keeps it away from consumers. Xbox pays for day one third-party on Game Pass so that more consumers can play. Yeah, I mean, a great point there, brother. And thank you so much for the, uh, the generosity. Games for Fun drops an outstanding... $5 super chat and he says this if the UK blocked my deal I would be petty AF uh, and he says this this would be a statement from Microsoft we have determined it's no longer profitable to sell Windows OS in the UK for government use lol <laughs> <laughs> and gamer by choice drops a $5 super chat and says I wonder if Sony is cashing in on their uh, on their goodwill because they intend to be published only next gen uh, to only be a publisher next year. I mean, that that's he's referring to what King says, that there will not be a PlayStation 6. There will only be PlayStation publisher like Sega. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen, but, man, if they keep doing the Jim Ryan dance that they're doing now, they're going to they're gonna shuffle themselves right out of the market. Uh, but, Fuzzy, sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone. 
where they can check you out on other shows, check out your outstanding YouTube channel, and reach out to you on social media. I just want to thank you for having me on here. And, man, so much news going on in the gaming space. It's it's awesome to be here with you guys. Uh, man, uh, just want to say for anybody that wants to hear my endless ramblings on anything gaming, just follow me on Twitter, Fuzzy underscore Belvedere. You can also find my channel on YouTube, uh, Fuzzy underscore Belvedere. And look forward to tomorrow with uh, Breakfast with Boom at 10 a.m. Eastern Time tomorrow. Can't wait. So stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, brother. Well, thank you so much for that. And ladies and gentlemen, a big shout out once again for all the Super Chats. Uh, again, almost 700 people in here. Super successful day. We will be back at this tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the new episode of Breakfast with Boom. Uh, we're going to have Dreadpool. We're going to have Fuzzy returning uh, you know, to, uh, in, into the chair as well as Web Dave. I'm going to try and get a few others because I think this is a worthy uh, conversation to have of people who may not be on other podcasts. So I'm going to see if I can reach out to a few people. Enjoy the rest of your day. And, of course, I'm going to close out the show, folks, with something that is important to me. Hopefully one day it will be important to you. That's something that my dad taught me with kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you're going to have an awesome day so take care everyone and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of x vlog live